Welcome to the last week of National Poetry Month, days 26 through 30. My name is Amanda Lee. I am an author and a blogger and a book formatter and a podcaster. And my best known series is the Beauty of the Dark series. A mature YA young adult paranormal romance series with multiple other books out. And this is my podcast where I'm going to share my experiences and knowledge about writing and publishing with anyone who wants to listen, as well as interviews with other amazing authors. Welcome to Writing Reality with Amanda Lee. Happy 26th day of National Poetry Month. Hopefully I get the dates right this week. So this is the last week of National Poetry Month. So I'm only reading from five different books here. Um, I have a new shirt that I'm in love with. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's James Buchanan, Bucky Barnes, if any of you don't know that. Yeah, and my love, my um, I love you three thousand necklace on. Yes, I have a lot of Marvel stuff, not that much, I guess, but I love Marvel and I love a lot of the characters, and I love him three thousand, or probably like ten thousand. <laughs> but um, so here's my friend Jessica's first collection again, like a child, and I'm gonna read her poem, A Visit to Grandma. Cassie strode through the graveyard, sniffling and shivering, her face still red from crying. Cassie frowned as she looked down at her worn black work boots. They were already caked in mud and dried leaves that crunched under her feet like brittle bones. She raised her sleeves to her nose and inhaled the scent of her grandmother's citrus perfume. It surprised her that the scent still lingered, even after Grandma had made the sweater for her. Cassie remembered how Grandma's hands had nearly withered from arthritis. She knew how much pain it had caused her grandmother to knit, but Grandma had worked unceasingly anyway, despite the pain in her shriveled hands. It was for her granddaughter, after all. She had knitted the sweater in bright pink. Grandma knew Cassie hated pink, but that's why she'd chosen the color. She knew Cassie wouldn't refuse anything Grandma made, even if she secretly hated it. <laughs> So, she inhaled the scent of the sweater once more, and kneeled in front of the fresh gravestone. She wiped the dirt off the top of it, and placed a small pressed rose atop her grandmother's grave marker. Grandma hated roses even more than Cassie hated pink. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see the last verse on there. So, last stanza, rather. Oh, I really love that poem. <laughs> It's really sweet and sad and also funny. And I hate pink, in case you didn't know that. I hate pink. Um, I, I used to like it. I guess I got tired of it. <laughs> I like certain shades of pink, but for the most part, yeah, I'm not a fan of pink. So thought that little part where she put a rose, a pressed rose, and her grandmother hated roses. So... A visit to Grandma.
by Jessica Vanderwerf. Happy 27th day of National Poetry Month. I have my first collection here, Thousands of Mornings, a collection of original photography and poetry by Amanda Lee. And this is a poem I wrote in 10th grade, I think. My things are messy and in my eyes. <laughs> I think I was in 10th grade when I wrote this in a creative writing class. Um, it's called My Three Worlds, and here's the picture that I chose to go with it. So, I live in three separate worlds. One, a world of books. Words jumping off the page. I've gone to a summer theater institute on a vampire hunt, saved children from a burning building with Johnny, Ponyboy, and Dally, and fought Death Eaters with Harry. Two, a world of paper and pens, pencils and art supplies, where I can create anything my heart desires. A fairy flying by, a girl getting her first kiss, a recreation of Water Lilies by Monet, or an adopted girl growing up in the 60s. Three, a world of reality, of tests, homework, college, money, papers, real life people, death, destruction, and competition. A world that I love, but a world that forces me to turn to my other two worlds so I can escape. And this all still holds true today, except it's more than just a world of books. It's also movies and television. I just love storytelling, and I love stories. But, and the adopted girl growing up in the 60s was a reference to um, My Heart is Yours, <laughs> my first published work of fiction. Oh, wow. Oh, this was my grandma's. Hmm. Huh. Okay, so happy 27th day of National Poetry Month. Happy 28th day of National Poetry Month, and I have my friend Jessica Vanderwerf's collection, Beneath the Willow, a collection of poetry and prose. Um, like I said, um, I designed the cover for this, and I did the interior formatting of this book. I'm trying to show you. Okay, try this way. Yeah, I did the interior form formatting for this. So, if you're interested in any of those services, you can send me a message or an email at redesigns1 at aol.com. And today I'm going to read a poem called Secrets, which I just came across and I find secrets kind of fascinating, to be honest, which is why I had to read this one. And again, there's the um, repeating line thing in between stanzas going on, and I just really like that. So, here we go. Secrets by Jessica Vanderwerf. Sometimes they whisper secrets in her ears. She pretends that she does not hear them. They put a blindfold over her eyes. They do not know she can still see. Sometimes they whisper secrets in her ears. She witnesses all of their sins, but pretends she does not. She feels the sadness they hide and the anger they suppress. She cries for the smiles they fake. Sometimes they whisper secrets in her ears. She captures their tears in a jar. Their screaming echoes in her memories, and their prayers are stored in her heart. Sometimes they whisper secrets in her ears. So, here we go. Secrets 
from Beneath the Willow, a collection of poetry and prose by Jessica Vanderwerf. Day 28 of National Poetry Month. Happy Day 29 of National Poetry Month. I have my third poetry collection, Beautiful Broken, here. And um, <laughs> this is a poem, you know, to be honest, I don't, I don't remember when I wrote this poem. I could probably tell because I think I indicate how many years it's been since um, this event in the poem. So, um, yeah, so, I mean, I guess there's a little bit of a story behind it, but, well, there is. I'm being really awkward, so I'm just going to read it. It's called For Beth. The, the year that you went, I was on so many pain meds, I can't remember most of it. But I do remember when my mom came into my room to tell me that you were gone. Sometime, damn it, <laughs> I wrote the poem and, and I just messed up. Okay, for Beth. The year that you went, I was on so many pain meds, I can't remember most of it. But I do remember when my mom came into my room to tell me that you were gone. Somehow I knew what it was before she said it. I remember staring at it nothing. I, rem I remember my dad saying, sorry about your buddy. Can picture him standing in my bedroom doorway. My mom sitting with me on my bed. I remember your wake. So many people showed up. Family, friends, teachers. Our English teacher was there. I don't remember a word she said because I was too busy looking at you. Knowing that I wouldn't see you walking the halls in school, sitting in class with me, ever again. I had just seen you, and now you were gone. I still remember the last time that I saw you, and all of the words exchanged. I know it wasn't long after, when I was in my bed at my dad's house. In my dream, I woke up in my bed, and there you were, right next to me. You took me into your arms and told me it was all okay, held me while I cried. I woke up with tears on my cheeks. I remember hearing the kids in school speculate about what happened to you, gritting my teeth, then wishing I told them to stop. There's a saying about the bitterest tears shed over graves, that they are about things left undone, words left unsaid. We met when we were just six years old in elementary school, where I didn't start out with many friends, but you were one of them. I remember finding that short story I wrote maybe in first or second grade, and you were one of the main characters. We may have grown apart, but I never forgot that you were one of my first friends at that school. I wish that I would have told you. That first dream that I had, was it really just a dream? Or was it really you coming to me to tell me it was all okay? I still see you in my dreams. Are they just dreams? I know that I see you, but I can never remember what we say to one another. I hope that I tell you everything I never said. So, um, yeah. I think I wrote that 11 years after Beth died. Um, she died when we were 16. And, like the poem said, I met her when I was 6. And I'm not gonna go too much into detail. I mean, I didn't... Like the poem said, I mean, just take it at face value. She was, um, one of my friends. <laughs> in that school. Uh, 
and we grew apart, but we were always friendly with each other, and very unexpectedly, she died. And to this day, I still have dreams about her, and this is how many years later? 27, 28, almost 14 years later, so. Um, that is, that is for Beth Shacken. So, happy National Poetry Month Day 29. Happy Day 30 of National Poetry Month and the very last day of National Poetry Month. So I have my good friend Rebecca Palmer's collection here. Map of My Heart, a portrait of the girl behind a letter to my friend. Um, this is another one that I formatted and designed the cover for. So, again, if you're interested, you can uh, send me a message on here or email me at leedesigns1 at com or somewhere on this profile it says email or you can click that. Um, I'm going to read a poem called Ode to Walt Disney. Okay. Ode to Walt Disney. Under the sea, in a whole new world, discovering an enchanted castle, or an enchanted forest, or the African desert, the seaweed is greener if Prince Ali has been there, or a talking candelabra and clock, where a princess is hidden, or a lion sleeps tonight. The world is such a brighter place, with Disney's Little Mermaid. Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, Sleeping Beauty, and the Lion King especially when my head aches and stomach hurts. There's no better place to be than Peter Pan's Neverland, Alice's Wonderland, or Robin Hood's Sherwood Forest. So, um, I just relate to that a lot. I mean, it's not always Disney for me. It's a lot of time, um, Harry Potter, Marvel, Doctor Who, um, I guess those are the three main, main ones, Lost. Uh, oh, yeah, see, I have, um, let's see, I have Falcon, Sam Wilson on this hand, and, uh, the real cap, I mean, you know what I mean, on this hand, Steve Rogers and Bucky Barnes, they're temporary tattoos and they're starting to come off. <laughs> so, yeah, I've always found solace in fictional worlds, and especially fictional people, so I related to this a lot. Plus, I love Beauty and the Beast and The Lion King. I loved Sleeping Beauty when I was little. I love Peter Pan. I had a crush on Peter Pan when I was eight. Um, and I absolutely love Robin Hood. It's one of my favorite Disney movies. I also had a crush on him, and I still do when I watch the movie. So, this is the last day of National Poetry Month. I'm trying to collect all of the poetry collections I've read from this month, or most of them. Like a Child, a collection of original poetry by Jessica Vanderwerf. You can find this in paperback and ebook on Amazon. Thousands of Mornings, a collection of original photography and poetry by Amanda Lee. That's me. This is in ebook and paperback on Amazon and available on my website. You can get signed copies. I don't have Jessica's second collection in physical form, but it's called With Hopeful Eyes. That is also available in paperback and ebook on Amazon. This is my second collection, Holiday Hospital Stay Poetry Collection 2012 by Amanda Lee. 
You can get this in paperback on Amazon and on my website, signed. Jessica's third and latest poetry collection, Poetry and Prose, Beneath the Willow, a collection of poetry and prose by Jessica Vanderwerf. Again, I did the cover and formatting for this book. It's available in ebook and paperback on Amazon. This is my third poetry collection and my latest, but I am planning to publish a new one this year. Beautiful Broken, a poetry collection by Amanda Lee. Um, I actually also did the cover for this. This is my photograph on the cover. All of my poetry books are my photographs on the cover. Um, and inside as well. And this is also available in ebook and paperback on Amazon. And there are signed copies available through my website. I also read from Emily Dickinson, the selected poems of Emily Dickinson, which I'm positive you can find so many different versions of that on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Thrift Books, uh, Books A Million. There are so many different uh, places to get books, so check those out. Um, and last, but absolutely not least, Map of My Heart, A Portrait of the Girl Behind a Letter to My Friend by Rebecca Palmer. This is another cover I designed. I really love this. I loved her idea to have a map on a heart here. And this is available in paperback and ebook through Amazon as well. And I will try to make sure I'll just put, finally put the Amazon links in my description. And I'll just leave them there, maybe through the entire month of May, which is Mental Health Awareness Month, by the way. So I hope that you enjoyed hearing a poem a day for 30 days from my poetry, Jessica's poetry, and Rebecca's poetry. Happy National Poetry Month. I had a lot of fun doing this, and I hope you did. had a lot of fun listening to it.